Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Thinky Girl, the podcast. Okay, Thinky Girl, the podcast, episode seven. We are going to try and be super speedy this week. It's Stacey June joined by Danny Poller and Christy Mercer. Hi, girls. Hello. Hey. hey, I know we're going to be super speedy, but you don't need to talk yeah. in speedy mode. Was I? Yeah, no. you, talk you, were, you were talking like in fast forward. Oh, thanks for the heads. Thanks for the air check, guys. I'm a little less experienced <laughs> than the two of you bitches, hey, so I'm, I appreciate ask? it. You know how we get an intro? Do you reckon Philip should start getting an no, intro mate. Thinky Girl featuring no. podcast? No. And so if you, think I'm sh- if you think I'm sure other weeks or can cut things off or, you know, round things up, watch me this week. Like, all right, all right. So we won't even so talk about Philip. Let's the answer is no. It. I'll tell you my gem. Do you okay. want me to get straight into it? Okay. Yeah, oh, just no, no, do... no, You need to do the intro. Explain to people what we're doing here. This okay. You're stressing me out. It's all awesome. Sorry, sorry. Okay, <laughs> let's take a breath. All right, fine. Sorry, Chrissy, yeah. I hear you. Okay, we are three um, biatches that do radio shows, um, have started a podcast to kind of talk some shit that is that we can't talk about on our shows and without our, our co-host. So it's pretty girly. So just yes. be there's a, a cringe warning if you aren't interested in listening to girls talk shit, basically. Uh-huh, uh-huh, Don't uh-huh. you reckon? And we are, um, keep listening. Yes. yes. And we're course. on different sides of the country and uh, we're on phones, essentially. So we that's are. Why so the yeah. quality is a little bit. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. It's becoming, it's getting bigger and better. We'll, we'll grow it. But I'm in uh, Queensland. Uh, where are you guys? I'm in Vic, Victoria. Oh, she got it finally. I'm in NSW. Oh, yeah. yeah. Three different states. I'm pulled over on the side of the hume right now, so I'm actually <laughs> officially in Victoria. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> We've, we bring a gem to the table each week. Uh, generally, we record these Fridays, so we're probably venting a bit delirious. Uh, but, Dan, go first. What's your gem? Okay, so my gem is best friend but breakups. Oh. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still dream about a best friend that I broke up with about an, a, a year and a half ago. Okay. So, what happened? Go. Do we want to do contents first? Christy, what have you got, babe? Um, I've got what's in a number and what's your number, your sex number, and is it important to know your partner's number? Okay. Mm. Um, this week I've got a quick Tinder update, um, mm-hmm. and I'm also going to talk about how I think guys need to love girls a little bit more. Then girls oh. need to love guys. Okay. Wow, I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love into it. that. All right, Dan, you go, babe. Okay, I'm going to go first. So we've got to be quick. So I'll quickly give you the background. Um, I had a best friend break up about a year and a half ago, like really, really good friend. Like one of those friends, um, we were friends for about six years. One of those people that just knows you inside and out. And basically what surrounded the breakup was, I guess I went through a really hard time. I'd gone through a really good time. I went on Big Brother and started doing radio. And I guess I had a, a, a time there. I knew there I recognised really you from somewhere. There, see? Big so Brother. Clicked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're joking, right? Yes. I'm being oh, a sarcastic you. mole. Yeah. Oh, you. Um, and so, so you I'm had a high and then a low. So, 
I'm trying to I'm trying to make this quick so I'm not even no, like. No, no, no. You still no, go. Just it's fine. And um anyway, so I went through a really rough patch. Like I wasn't sure if I was gonna work in radio again at this stage. I'd kinda quit my country I did a country stint and I quit it and I was in between jobs and going out a lot and drinking a lot. And looking back I was quite depressed. But in saying that, I kind of got the vibe at the time from my friend that all of a sudden the high was over and I guess the investment in the friendship just wasn't there. Mm. And I started to get quite quite offended and and started to pull away. And and she just kind of was like, well, if you're going to be like that, then I'm pulling away as well. And then we just just stopped talking. And, And then we kind of tried to talk again about six months later, but there was just too much anger there for it to be that genuine friendship. And now I just kind of, like, I still haven't forgotten how good that friendship was at one stage. My question is about that situation. It sounds weird to me because you were mates before the high, before the big brother, before Mm. that success, which, you know, if you guys became friends during that period and then you had your low where you were, you know, down and shitty and in between jobs, I could understand that. But, I mean... How did it work that you were good mates before, but then she didn't stick by you when you, when you had your down period? Yeah, I guess, I don't know, it was interesting. Like, we were always friends and we were always quite good friends, but I think around that Big Brother time and all that stuff, we became really good friends. Like, she was kind of like my buddy, you know, like we did everything together. She was there for the highs. And, I mean, I don't know, in saying that, like I said, I was pretty depressed at the time and sometimes you can exaggerate things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I saw it, maybe it was just a natural progression. You know, you can't be close, close buddies all the time. And because I was so needy at the time, I just couldn't, you know, I was like, no, you're not being the kind of friend I need right now. I think with relationships, all relationships, you know, romantic relationships, family relationships, friendships, I think you need to make a decision when you come up to these types of hurdles or, you know, crossroads essentially like you have is mm-hmm. do, is it worth fighting for? Is mm. it, you have to ask yourself the question, is it worth fighting for? And if the answer is yes, then you can forget all the bullshit, forget yeah. that what's wrong, who's right, what happened and go mm. in for it. But if you can't answer that or you're unsure, then maybe it isn't. Uh, but yeah. it's a real simple way of deciding the way you're going to move forward so you don't obsess over it all the time about whether you should or you shouldn't. You just kind of mm-hmm. ask yourself the question because if the answer is yes, then you, you do something about it. And if it's no, then then that's, that's it kind of puts the line in the sand a bit, don't you reckon? Did yeah. you ever have a full-on fight about it? Was it like, I no. need you right now, I want to have a fight, I don't want to be friends with you anymore, you've changed? Or was it just... That natural kind of... Christy, I think that was the problem. I think that was the problem. I think the fact... I remember another really good friend of mine, we were going through a patch and we ended up having this big fight and it was the best thing that ever happened. And she goes to me, she said that she watched it on, I think, on an episode of Sex and the City and she goes to me, sometimes you just have to fight it out. And I think we were both so emotional about the the friend breakup that neither of us could talk about it. Like, it was just too yeah. much. It was just easier to just... How long are we talking again? About a year and a okay. half. And mm-hmm. I haven't... And, I, and, and I, I don't know. Like, I guess I've started thinking about her lately. And and I don't know. It's just been something on my mind. And I guess I feel a lot of guilt because it makes me feel almost like a bad person. Like, so if do people I, have best friend breakups? Is this normal or am I just... I have. Person? Yeah. I, I have. And yeah. it was, I was in year 12 and we'd been friends since about year 10. Like, best 
you know, really close friends and you're at that stage of your life where you're starting drinking and sneaking, you know, behind your parents' back and going to parties and kissing boys and that kind of thing. And I think mm-hmm. that it was probably at the end of year 12. So you, you basically, we basically, you know, grew up and went through all that shit together. And I got a letter, a handwritten letter mm-hmm. in my letterbox when I was mm-hmm. 17 and it basically gave me reasons as to why that person didn't um, think I was a very genuine, a very nice person, oh, and why? No. Why effectively? So it was very that that was very um, very formal. Like actually, why they didn't want to be a friend with me anymore? And I was like almost eighteen years old. Oh, that would have hurt. Were you upset after that? Yeah, like yeah, how do you not got... know that someone feels that way about you though? Like how does that come out of the blue? I've still got the letter. You know what it was about? It was so, like, you know, it, it seems so big at I the time. It was about a boy. Like, yeah, it was something about that. And I had told somebody else and I didn't tell her. She was hurt that oh, she was supposed to be my best mate. And, you know, that I didn't let her know and she was supposed to be my person to turn to. And she was hurt by that. And, you know, I, there was such a definitive end. Like, here is my freaking reasoning and in a handwritten form as to why I don't think you're a nice person and I don't want to be mates and that. Oh, that hurt a lot, and I don't—I don't think I've ever really got over that either. Yeah. Oh, God, oh thought, I could we, talk about this for hours. We thought ten minutes wasn't like long. Now we're like, God. But just finally, Dan, I know Philip's called it a day. But are you going to try and get back in contact with her? Yeah. What are you going to do? See, I don't know. I feel like for us to become friends again, we'd have to have like a massive session of, this is how I saw it. This is how I saw it good let's let it go and I think Mm. the big thing that made me realize like I can't let it go is like this is a friend that I imagined would be my bridesmaid oh my god Danny so I'll ask you the question do you think this friendship is worth fighting for I think I do actually I think I I think I will I've just got to find the right way of going about it and I guess I've got to let go of a bit see the thing is I did we did try and mend things but she could never she never took responsibility for anything. Like, I basically came to her and apologised for my whole part and said, you know, like, I disrespected our friendship by stopping talking to you and I didn't tell you what happened and blah, blah, blah. And, but she was like, she could take no responsibility for anything. That's not fair. Tango. And no, look, in the end, you can all. fight to the extent that you can, but you do need, she needs to be able to fight for it too. And that means she needs to yeah. look at herself in the mirror. So the sad reality is that, which I really hope isn't the case and we'll have to we'll touch base with this if you know after you've done some work if you're going to do it is whether she's willing to fight for it because if she isn't then you don't have any control of it yeah you can't one-sided friendship to be honest that don't work mm-hmm. I think I mainly brought this up more so because like I said to you guys I feel that guilt about mm-hmm. having had such a great friendship and having that friendship break up like in my mind that doesn't happen you know mm-hmm. friends stay friends forever and I did try, and I don't think she would be open. Give to it, being a, honest. give it another I think she'd go. Be friends. Try. I reckon you should try it. Give it one more go and see, and just remember that you're willing to fight for it, and just see if she's not. Then there's not much more that you can do. But we have to, we have to go to next gem. Yeah, Sorry. next gym. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I Thank want you, you to. That, I want. I want you to tell you know. us. Yeah. Yeah, I want to hear. Know. I'd love to hear what her response is, or if she even gets back to you. That's interesting. Mm. I'll let you guys know, definitely. This will come back in another... Um, yeah, we'll, girl, we'll bring definitely. it back up. Yeah, it's a big one, of course. I think a girl's about friendships. Hello. Um, mm-hmm. Young mate, go. Yeah. 
You go. Um, I want to talk about numbers, what's in a number um, in terms of, I'm talking about the number of people that you have slept with Ooh. and how how important that is and, and is it something that you need to know um, about your partner and that they need to know about you in a relationship. I know that, um, you know, some of my mates that are single, it, it's funny, like, you know, statements thrown around like, oh, you know, my numbers are getting pretty high or what a waste of a number or we just count that as a half a number. And when I started first going out with Zane, that was one of the first things that I wanted to know. I, I think I'm the kind of person that if I found out that somebody cheated on me, you know how there's two there's two ways it can go. You could be the type of person that says, I don't want to know about it at all. It kills me too much. I reckon I'm the opposite end of the scale. I'm kind of like, oh, it's if so you cheated funny on me, you bring I need to know actually. everything. I need to know every single detail. It's going to kill me, but I need to know. So is this in reference back to whether you know how many people, how much your partner, how many people your partner has slept with or not? Is yes, that, yeah, and okay. I look. I've, this has come up in discussion with with friends before, and I've had mates that have been in long term relationships. You know, that have been together for ages years and they never knew that about their partner and their partner never wanted to know that about them. I didn't. The, you didn't? No. After eight years, you never no. had any idea? No, not a number. never got a number. Did, you, yeah. did it ever cross your mind to ask or, or um, query we or were from, We grew up in the same area and so I didn't want to know other girls that I knew that he'd fucked. Yeah. And I and I know that there was we would have conversations early on. He'd ask me about particular people. He was like, "Just let me know anyone that I went to school with, or let me know if there's people that I know." And I I think he ended up finding out one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. But yeah. that was about it. Of uh, yeah, and I don't know. It just was one of those things that we were, had such an open book, but for that, it just wasn't actual, it wasn't of interest almost. It was like that mm. That was another life and this is this life. I'm the I mean, same and I think if you feel a connection, like do you think, Christy, like say if you met, you know, obviously you're in a relationship, but when you first met Zane, like, you know, you must have felt some sort of a connection. Would would the amount of women he has or hasn't slept with affect, have affected that? Yeah, I reckon. Really? I would have. Wow. If he turned around to me and said, it's over 100, well, yeah, it would. Because I'd well, yeah. but you I mean, met him when you were 18, so I'm pretty sure that's a safe assumption for most girls. <laughs> yeah, I think if you're going over 100, you'd start thinking that the guy um, has, has a problem, especially a young guy. Like 18 years yeah, old and 100 people. I don't, care to, I don't 
care. There would be people out there, I'm telling you. There would be people that go out and have sex, like, you know, one night stands every weekend. Like, that that adds up. I know someone that's in triple figures. Yep. Triple figures. Boy or girl. Boy or girl. Guy. Oh. So does he count them? And do you, I, that's what I want to know from you guys. I don't want to know how many, but I would like to. Oh, I'll tell like you. Know, do we want to all say our numbers? Know, so you keep the figure? So I've keep, got it in my, I've that. got it in my notes, um, in my phone now. No. Yep. Oh, I, I don't want to, I, don't, I haven't had that. I don't want to reveal the number just because, and I don't want you guys to think it's because it's big, but that's mine. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm not asking. But you can reveal it, Stacey. Okay, hang on. You've got, are you I don't know, I notes? think that's something that. That's mine, you know, and have you got names or is it just Whoa, names? it's way more than I thought. Yes. What do, you mean? You... what do you mean you thought you wrote it down there yourself? Yeah, but I don't like put one, two, three. I just do it so then if I like I just write a name or even a nickname. Just because I don't want to get to a point where I'm not remembering. Yeah. Mm, and I yeah, have been on. single for a year and a half, maybe. Oh, no, two years now. Yeah. Okay, so are you going to guess and I'll give you a bit of a ballpark? I've yeah, got I'm 25 gonna in my head. No, I it's, un- it's under 20. About 19. It's under 20. Uh, That's all 12? I'll say. No, if I, I, I don't want to share if everyone else is not sharing. Oh. Oh, no. But I've you given you more information. I've given you more information than you guys. Okay. Well, you said under you said under twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Under twenty you over mean, under twenty over Phillip ten. Under twenty you've over been ten. Saved by Philip. You've been saved by the dust. Love Phil today. Hey Phil. Hey girlfriend. Let's- Girls, listen up. Let's just round this off. Um, we'll go around. What do you think? Is it the number important and and why? Um, in relationships, Dan? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. No, why? I don't. And I um, having said that, though, if I was to jump into a relationship now quickly and see, uh, I probably, I'd be intrigued about a ballpark because now I'm 30 and I guess... Mm-hmm. You have different lives. I was obviously with yeah. my boyfriend for a long time, young. So now going into this relationship, in the, my next relationship, I guess I'll be like, oh, how have you lived so, your life? What about if you met a guy, lovely, ticks all the boxes, and he was a virgin? Ah, uh, yeah, no see, thanks. That, that's not going to That happen. was going to be my no. point. No. Or he'd slept with one person his whole life because you've been in a relationship for 15 years. Oh, well, look, if I, mean, I had it, like, I mean. It doesn't matter. True. I, I never thought of it like that. But yeah, at the same time, right. if I've had sex with him before and enjoyed myself, then I'm sure it's not going to matter. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Like, that, it would freak me out if I found all of that information out before I tried. And if I tried and I enjoyed myself and got to the point that we're having that conversation, which is an intimate conversation, I'm guessing I'm pretty happy with what I've been provided with before. Imagine if you had sex with a virgin, but you didn't know that you took Oh, my God. Can we talk about virgins next week? Oh, yes. We've got to move on because we're on a time constraint. Chris, yeah. sorry. go. No, me, Stacey June. Yeah, you oh, finished. Yeah, you just did yours. Oh, no, sorry. You're going around the circle and saying yeah, whether we care. Gonna... Soz. I already said mine, though. She's, what was yours again? You do care. She does care. Yeah, I think it's important as a person in a relationship. I'm a, I'm like Stace. I'd like to know a ballpark or a figure. And I think as a as a single guy or a girl, I think most people, whether you deny it or not, have a count in their head. But I, I don't think, think we ask it at that. the start, mate. Like I reckon it's something maybe in the relationship once it gets intimate. But I don't know if it's mm. a as a beginning question. 
No, I don't know. I think I for me, factor. I don't for me, I don't care. Um I think I'd I'd want to know like about whereabouts, like if he's in the twenties, thirties, fifties. And I would definitely want to know if he's had two hundred plus because then I, oh, I feel like Jesus. I'm dealing with some sort of a sex addict. So maybe I don't care, but I don't think but we're gonna know. meet people that have slept with people two hundred people, guys. There would be people out. Yeah, but not there, people I'm we're gonna you. meet, probably. Well, I've got a girlfriend that's dating a guy that told her that he's sleeping, that he's slept with more than 200 girls. 200 Thank people. Thank you. There you go. Okay, yeah, that's it. We've got a next gem. Yeah, oh. so I'm, I don't care. I'm going to go with I don't, I don't mind. As yeah. long as there's a connection, I think your gut instincts um, speak louder than a number. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Go, Stacey. It's not all in a number. Okay, I was speaking. Well, I'm turning to you today, Stacey. I know you're a slow driver today. Thank you. You've got my back, girl. I got a flight to catch. Um, (laughs) So I have a theory that I heard. I think I have mentioned this on our potty before that I believe that men overall, not just in intimate relationships, not, you know, in romantic relationships, but I believe men have to be. 5% 5% more in love with you or into you than you do need to be into them, that you need yeah. to be into them. Yeah, you've mentioned this before. I really like it. And I, I come up with that theory from a few things and, and it's stemmed from relationships now to also friendships and things like that because it's just, I've just started to realise and we all know that I'm a raging feminist and I'm very proud of that. And But that sometimes doesn't mean that you can't get away from the fact that sometimes gender plays a part in the way that we're the way that we're made up you know yeah. and it just means that girls as mothers and that maternal thing i think do give a little bit extra when it comes to ma- men whether it's yeah. your father whether it's your brother whether it's your male best mate whether it's your gay mate whether it's your boyfriend mm-hmm. i feel like you give that little bit more or you're willing to maybe meet in the middle a bit earlier or you're willing to take the blame a little bit or or you're just giving a bit more than what they are and I think that's a genetic thing. And yeah, so, yeah. therefore, to even out that relationship, I feel like the guy needs to be about 5% more into you than you are to them. And then, bang, you're on par. All right. I've got to speak. I've got to speak first on this because I actually agree with you, but I hate that. Like, because yeah. as I've said to you girls on this podcast before, I can be a bit masculine in the way that I love. Like, I'm, I like, I like to be the one that goes that sees the prey and goes after the prey. And I like to be the one that oh likes the person. This is very violent. I know. Oh. It's like... <laughs> I know, but I do. Like, it's just who I am. Oh, the level's I've just peaked so like much. Sorry. If, I, if the person likes me more, I get bored really, really quickly. And so, so do you love I, the case? I, I, even though I believe what you guys are saying, I agree with you. I you don't like that that's the fact. To me. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I, like if I had a guy that loved me 5% more, he would bore the hell out of me. Because I'd so feel like I could I him. Even though you're saying you like to be the hunter, hunting down the prey, mm. do you like to be chased? Or you yes, don't like to be chased? I mean, do you like it, men to the, want you? Yeah, of course. Like I want someone that wants me and, you know, and is attracted to me. Like I don't like to be treated like crap. I, I feel like I need to feel like he's a special prize. I still believe, Danny, even with your this masculine way you love that you talk about, I still yeah. believe that you would give more than a guy would give you yeah. naturally. Yeah, maybe. So I think regardless of that, it's a, an approach and the way you go about things. But I think overall, maybe in your own different ways, 
you maybe emotionally give more. But it might not be time, but it might be emotionally you're able to give more. I just think it it comes from all different areas, not as simple as it being the way you love or whatever. And I I still think Mm -hmm. it would be relevant to you. But you know, you I reckon unfair, I agree. Your theory, do you think it's mm. unfair on the woman? Because, like, you know, wanting someone really badly is is such a good feeling. Is it unfair that she has to be the one that likes the guy a little bit less? Nah, you know I mean? not at all. Because it means nah, because we seek to be pursued, we seek to be loved. Also, we're needy, so it works yeah. out well. Yeah, works. It's a dream theory. I should be writing it down somewhere. Maybe nah, I don't get it. I'm, I'm t- nah, I really love this theory, and I think it's exactly, and you just hit the nail on the head there, Stace. It's that girls want to be wanted, and the girls like the chase, and they like to be chased. And a lot so. of the time, then you feel unfulfilled if someone isn't that little bit more into you than you into them, because even if you're feeling like on paper they're putting in the same amount, you still feel like you're constantly giving a bit more. Have you seen that? Um, have you seen that episode of Girls? <laughs> who and just Marnie? said? Who just gasped and said, "God, was that you, Ted?" <laughs> oh dead. God, because this seems so backwards to me. Like it just seems so. <laughs> and maybe it's because my longest relationship was twelve months. But I just, I, I can't. It doesn't make sense to me. Christy, like, not speaking I'm, my language. Christy, what were you saying you. about girls? Okay, there's an episode of Girl, or you know, I don't whether you've seen the show or not. One of the characters has the nicest boyfriend ever. Oh yes, he is perfect mm. in every sense. Mm-hmm. He's good mm-hmm. looking. He's polite. Gets along. Danny, you would friends. hate him. You look beautiful today. I and did. You know I, I watched you know it. I hated him. He did my back? She bloody hates it. And everybody else, all of her mates go, he's so perfect, he's so lovely. And she goes, no, he's not. And she's cruel to him because he's so nice to her. So although I agree with you, Stace, with the 5%, boys need to like girls that little bit more, I also We're talking think five, that... not 50. Huh? Are you talking We're like talking you can't 5%. even you can barely notice it, Stace? Yeah, 5%. I wouldn't even really know that it was happening. 5%. Maybe I could deal with this. 5%, guys, not 50 Five. <laughs> do you reckon? Do you? Does this sound crazy? But do you reckon you don't All want right, a guy Philip, to like shut you up. too much? I beg your pardon. Do you reckon that you don't want a guy to like you too much because then it's too full on? Well, if you're old, I mean, mate, you Danny, don't want yes. To like anyone too much? Yeah, you want them to have their own life. That's the biggest thing. You don't. It's nothing attractive <laughs> about them fucking waiting at home like a puppy. <laughs> Especially when it's a bloke, but when it's a guy, you want them, you want them to, I don't know, be the strong. You don't want them to be slaves or servants. I don't want a guy. Dead on the couch, waiting for you to resuscitate. I don't want a guy to wipe my ass. Okay. (laughs) Oh jeez. Oh, make me laugh. We don't want them to fucking. Paint our toenails, Biatch. We just want a little bit of extra fucking attention. Maybe a double text every now and then. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, love <laughs> a double text. Maybe, Maybe I yeah. do. Love a mail double text. Or a double call, double missed call. Oh, oh, that's a oh, bit obsessive. I don't know about the missed calls. That's going back into freaking wiping bum, don't. Oh, no, oh, probably not. All right, girls, we've got to finish this up, Stace. I love you, you guys. I love you. I love you, Rat. I love you guys so much. See you guys. <laughs> Happy driving. Good weekend. Bye. Yeah, that was fun. Happy birthday, Dan. Happy birthday, beautiful. Oh, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, God. Something? No, I'm, go- I'm, I'm ending this. Talk off. The- talk off. Okay, love right, you. Let's, let's say bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.